from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. We will make sure that child receives interventions and needed support, and we're going to provide teachers training on using evidence-based literacy instruction, whether they're an undergrad in college or you know university, or whether they're a veteran teacher. We know that they can do it because we did it, and that's why this book is called You Can Too. And my favorite page in the entire book is inside the back cover. The back cover says, You Can Too, and has a little mirror. We just want everybody to see themselves I'm Cindy Collins. In the entire 200-plus year history of the state of Missouri, over 1,100 men have served in the state Senate. The number of women senators is just 36. Today, one of the 11 currently serving female state senators joins me to talk about a bipartisan effort among the women of the Senate to promote literacy. State Senator Jill Shoup is my guest. She's a Democrat from Crevecourt. Senator Shoup, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Cindy. It's good to be here. Now, you're traveling the state with a bipartisan group of Senate women. You're promoting literacy. And with so many issues that your group could be working on, why did you choose this one? Well, the 11 of us were invited out to dinner. We got together and sat down and started talking about what we might want to do that would leave a lasting uh, legacy for the state that would do something to improve things in the state of Missouri. And since we're a bipartisan group, we decided to focus on literacy. It's an issue that every one of us can get behind. And where is Missouri on the literacy scale? Well, uh, in Missouri, in 2019, which is the last year that we have the numbers for, 36 of Missouri's fourth-grade children uh, scored below the basic level on the National Assessment of Educational Progress. We have 19 states that are ahead of us in terms of making sure that all kids can read in fourth grade and read on grade level. So we wanted to make sure that we improve that those numbers in the state of Missouri because we know that not being able to read is problematic and being able to read and read on grade level and read to learn really improves everybody's chance of getting ahead and fulfilling their dreams and their goals in life. And do you have a specific literacy goal that your group is working toward? Well, you know, we keep saying we would like every child by the time they're in fourth grade to be able to read on grade level. And so I think that's the goal that we are moving, that we hope to move towards. But we start with just more children being able to read and read on grade level. So we are traveling the state because we want to talk to educators, community leaders, even parents, and see where there are problems, what we might do as legislators to help move these numbers forward, to help our kids become strong readers. Now, I know your group has two stops in St. Louis, Friday, August 5th, from 1.30 to 3 at Harris-Stowe State University. That's in the Emerson Performance Center. And then again, 4 to 5.30, you'll be at the Jennings High School Auditorium. What can people expect at those community forums? Well, at each of those, um, a few of the senators will get up and start talking about 
why we're here, what we're doing. Then we have a panelist made up of different people from the community, including some educators, who we are going to ask questions of, and we're going to open things up to anyone there from the public, from the education community, who comes to join us so that we can talk about what might need to be done to help communities in St. Louis City and County uh, improve kids' literacy. So it's really sort of an open forum, a discussion that we think needs to happen, and we'd like to have as many people who are interested in this topic at the table with us so that we can see if there are legislative changes that we need to move forward or if there are just ideas from some of the people who work in this realm and who work with our kids about what's needed to help us improve. State Senator Jill Shoup is my guest today. And Senator, do you have, you mentioned legislation, do you have anything currently uh, that this group or the Senate in general is working on toward promoting literacy in the state? Well, yes, as a matter of fact, we do. Um, This past legislative session, which ended in the middle of May, uh, was a time where Senate Bill 681 was put forward. It's a comprehensive approach to addressing literacy. And what we've done by passing that bill is, first of all, we're asking schools or requiring schools to use vetted evidence-based curriculum to instruct reading. Um, We have... uh, We are proposing, or we proposed, ongoing reading assessments so that we know how kids are doing and so that if they are falling behind and demonstrating deficiencies, that we have their team at the school get together and figure out what we can do to map out a reading success plan for that particular child. Um, We will make sure that child receives interventions and needed support, and we're going to provide teachers training on using evidence-based literacy instruction, whether they're an undergrad in college or, you know, university, or whether they're a veteran teacher. And we have funding that we've already put into place, $25 million uh, this upcoming year through a literacy fund. So where there are deficits in schools and they need support from the state, they'll hopefully be able to apply for those dollars and get them. Now, twice, Senator, you've mentioned... um these programs, these evidence-based programs, are not all Missouri schools using evidence-based programs right now? Well, you know, uh, we're not sure that they are, and it's certainly not required. So now I think this will bring the state together as a whole to ensure that the instruction that we're using to teach kids how to read is instruction that we know will result in success for our kids. Now, you said this uh, effort is being spearheaded by the 11 women currently serving in the Missouri Senate. Are the male senators supportive of this literacy program as well? Well, they've been terrific. And as you know, we need we needed the males uh, to help pass this legislation. Um, 11 of us in the Senate could not do it on our own. Uh, we needed at least a majority to pass the legislation. So that required our male counterparts to get involved. And also, I will tell you, as... Um, Well, let me tell you, the Missouri Humanities Council, we haven't even gone into the book yet, but we have... um, We will get there, I promise. Okay. The women have published a book, and we've asked our male colleagues in the Senate to distribute that book to their schools in their communities that they represent, and they've been great about helping do that. Excellent. Um, You also mentioned the reading intervention programs. Can you explain a little more about how those work? Sure. So, you know, I am not 
currently an educator, haven't been one for decades, but when you have a team of people working to talk about where a child is falling short based on this evidence-based curriculum, you know, does this child need additional tutoring? Does this child have um, problems or situations at home or outside of school that may be impacting this particular child's ability to read? What do we need to do to help move this child forward? So, you know, this team will look at the reading program, and they'll also look at the child uh, the child individually and say, what is interfering with this child's ability to be able to read? So is, is this child missing out on understanding phonics? She or he need more time to do that, and do we need to get a tutor in or even a volunteer to help with that? Does this child not have books and not have the availability to utilize books and look through them at home, for example, uh, to get that kind of support? So they'll make individualized decisions based on where a child is in that scale. But we want to know on an ongoing basis because if a child lapses, the further somebody gets behind, the harder it is to to help catch them up. We want to make sure we're on top of this throughout our schools so that our kids all uh, move through uh, the school um, able and ready to read and to learn from what they're reading. And what happens if we don't accomplish this right now, um, these child literacy goals? What happens when these children grow up? Well, you know, we know what happens. I mean, not being able to read on grade level, we've seen research that says by fourth grade, those kids who can't read are, this is a, this is a, a pathway to prison. This blocks kids, once you fall behind, um, it's problematic forever because unless somebody is devoted to making sure you are able to read, there is just no going back. So much of the curriculum depends upon a child being able to read and understand what is being read for a variety of subjects. Um, what we want to do is, you know, we want to get, we, we just want to make sure as many of these children are, are identified at a young age. Uh, we say that through third grade, you're learning to read, but after third grade, you're reading to learn. And that's absolutely true. And you mentioned that prison connection, Senator, and I have to say a few years ago, I learned that some states actually base, they look at literacy rates of children, and they base their estimates on how many prison beds they're going to need in the future based on child literacy. Well, exactly. That's what the research tells us. And we want to help overcome those numbers of kids as they become adults going to prison. So let's help them learn to read. And that will open doors of opportunity to them rather than a life that is contrary to, you know, living and obeying the laws and earning a living and being able to take care of themselves and their families. Excellent. State Senator Jill Shoup is joining us again Friday, August 5th. There are two stops in St. Louis for this literacy forum, uh, 1.30 to 3 at Harris-Stowe State University, 4 to 5.30 at Jennings High School Auditorium. And Senator, I promised we'd get to the book. We absolutely are. You can too. Journey to the Missouri Senate. 36 women senators share their stories. Where did this idea originate? Well, that evening I told you about where the 11 senators were invited to get together and have an informal dinner. As we started talking about this project, um, this idea that we really want to make sure that in Missouri we promote literacy, 
one of the senators suggested that perhaps as part of this, we could write a book talking about our journeys to the Senate. Each of us who serve come from a different background and a different place. And our stories, to me, are just amazing about what people, challenges they have overcome uh, to become a senator or just what prompted them in their background or in their lives that made them want to become senators. I found the story so interesting, like Angela Walton Mosley, who came from a political family raised in politics, and then others like Elaine Gannon, who had a 32-year career in uh, physical education and coaching before she ever even approached political office. Which story really stood out for you? Well, so one of my colleagues, Holly Thompson Rader, grew up in a trailer and uh, without a lot of opportunities, but she decided she was going to live a different kind of life. She made sure she stayed away from um, things that could bring you down that other people in her family were um, subject to, such as drug addiction. She said she was going to be the kindest, best employee that anyone ever knew, and uh, she was, and she is still kind and uh, working hard and really wanted to come to the Missouri Senate and the Missouri House, where she served first, to make change. I found her story fascinating. Actually, every one of them, and we not only provide the stories of the 11 of us who currently serve, but the uh, and I call us the 11, but also the other 25 who served previously in Missouri. Um, the first one of us to serve was uh, in 1972, the first woman senator. And our state is, you know, 200 years old. It was our It was our uh, bicentennial anniversary when we were sitting around this table talking, and we thought it would be interesting if we could get every one of the senators' stories represented. Those who are living uh, wrote their own or or worked with someone in their family, and those who are no longer living, their family members or close friends uh, helped put together their story. So every one of the Missouri women who have served in Missouri Senate is represented in this book. Now, in addition to sharing those great stories, um, I have to think that you are hoping to inspire more girls and women to run for office. Am I right? Absolutely. So we want kids to succeed at whatever their goals are. But as you can see by the numbers of women who have served in Missouri Senate, 36 women versus 1,118 men, as you said earlier in the program, um, we, we are way behind. And Women's voices and women's representation is important, too. We would love to encourage young people to get involved with policy, with politics, and perhaps run for office. We know that they can do it because we did it, and that's why this book is called You Can Too. And my favorite page in the entire book is inside the back cover. After you've read all these inspiring stories, it, the, the back cover says, You Can Too, and has a little mirror. And I love I- that. I do, too. I'm glad that you like that. And we just want everybody to see themselves uh, through this book, as you just described. So I'm so glad that you saw that. We also tried to make the the book a little bit more interactive for kids who are not as strong readers. So for those who would enjoy a puzzle. So we have a treasure hunt that um, starts on the very back cover of the book. The answers are inside, and we're hoping that kids will sort of enjoy playing with the idea, playing with the book and holding it in their hands and take some real pleasure and enjoyment out of reading this book 
as well as the other books that will be available to them once they truly know how to read. Excellent. State Senator Jill Shoup, thank you again for joining us. Uh, really appreciate your time today. Cindy, thank you so much for this opportunity. Hope to see you at one of the events on the 5th. Once again, the state tour to promote literacy will be in St. Louis August 5th. We have details at stlonair.show. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.